growing up, I went through a war. You have little control over what happens to you, but you have all the power over how or what you do or how you receive it and how you frame it to yourself. Hi, Jennifer. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Chrissy, for having me. This is going to be so fun. I'm happy to be here. Thank you so much. We're so excited. We like to kick off every episode, and instead of just asking people, what do you do, we say, when you go to a party and someone asks you what you do, how do you introduce yourself? I love this question. What a, what a great one. I like to say I dance in the moment with people. Beautiful. And what I mean by that <laughs> is that with coaching, I meet people where they're at in that moment. And that may be for someone learning to hear themselves for another person empowering themselves because they've spent most of their life empowering someone else. For others who may be at the top of their game, it might be stretching themselves and how do I champion them and get them to form better habit. But regardless of what that is for each human in whatever season of life they're at, it's about dancing in the moment with them. And then with my podcast as well, it's getting to be with humans along whatever part of their journey they're at and learning with them and from them. And I just feel so fortunate to get to do what I do. Okay, beautiful. That's probably the most poetic answer we've had so far. <laughs> what a beautiful career and way to live your life and a thing to commit your time to. I mm -hmm. know you have a pretty interesting story of how you got here. Would you be able to share a little bit about that? About how I got to coaching and podcasting? Yes. How you arrived at this beautiful career you've had. Yeah. Honestly, it's been just listening to myself and figuring out what am I so excited to do. And I'm not going to lie, I would say I've lost myself at moments in my journey. So it's all about coming back to what does Jennifer want? What's Jennifer excited to do? But most recently to coaching, I had been working, I'd been leading a customer success team at a healthcare startup, classic, your tech role in, in your career. And Putin I'm half Ukrainian. And so with Putin's war in Ukraine, that just served as another a wake up call for me of, whoa, we are experiencing so much polarization and what coming back to what is it that I care deeply about, which is human connection and how do we inspire more love and tenderness and how do I share my gift, which has been to develop humans and get them to do what it is that they're inspired to do in the world and and wanting to do that for myself. and so quit and launched my coaching practice and and launched my podcast to have more of these conversations, these intimate conversations. That's amazing. I know you also had an interesting childhood. You didn't grow up in the United States, and I'm sure that affected a lot of how you see the world and probably the advice you're going to give us. So would you mind sharing a little bit about that? Oh my gosh, yes. I grew up in Sierra Leone in West Africa. And I love to share that the capital city where I grew up is called Freetown. And oh, that really <laughs> inspired a ton of my personality. And so I would say the embodiment of Freetown being, I really believe that life, there are really no rules. All the rules were implemented by someone who's likely not smarter than you. And so from a very young age, just being aware of that and being aware of how important it is to make your own path in life. But a really formative experience for me was we grew up during a war. It was a rebel war. You may have seen it in the movie Blood Diamond with Leo DiCaprio. 
Sadly, we had rebels come to our home when I was seven years old, hold my entire family at gunpoint, and they took all our belongings. They burned our home to the ground, but they spared our lives because my father was a doctor. He was one of 50 doctors in a country of 7 million. And my mother had been helping educate a lot of kids in the area as well. And turns out that these rebels who were committing all these atrocities are also human beings who may not have felt seen or heard and just really respected the work my parents were doing and because of that spared our lives. And so also from a young age was really attuned to the impact that one can have and really wanted myself to live, leave the world. This is very cliche, but leave the world better than I met it. And just from a young age, seeing the impact of doing that has, has shaped a lot of the paths I've taken. Yeah. What an incredible story. What brought you to the States then from there? So Sierra Leone's the seventh poorest country in the world, and there wasn't a ton of opportunity in Sierra Leone. And so you can think of me being able to leave Sierra Leone again to forge my own path was like opening the world of possibilities to me. And so what brought me to, to the States was education, being able to go to college here. I, I moved when I was 16 years old, but wow. at the moment, at the time, it felt like such an amazing opportunity that was literally life-changing for me. And, and yeah, it opened all the doors, got me to where I am today. And again, coming back to the notion I started off with, which is you create your own path in life and you figure out what you want to do and you go after it. Yeah. Well, just that story alone, I should say we're all very inspired. So I don't I don't even know that we have to continue, but we will. That's incredible. And I will never know what that journey is like. And so I am just inspired very greatly by it. Okay. I will go to our next question, the point of the show. Jennifer, yes. what is the best advice that you've ever gotten? So that's a very difficult question, Chrissy. It's hard. I think, again, it depends on the season of life. I would say for me these days, one piece of advice that I love to come back to is the power of story, the power of reframing, and just how important that is and the power of the perspective that you choose is. And I think in life, for instance, growing up, I went through a war. You have little control over what happens to you, but you have all the power over how or what you do or how you receive it and how you frame it to yourself. I think that's beautiful. It reminds me of, there's a quote that I love. I, th I think it's Abraham Lincoln who said, like, we're only as happy as we make our minds up to be. And mm -hmm. I think so much of life is, you know, just how you think about it. Any situation is as good as, or as bad as you think it is. I think that's beautiful. Is there specific instances in your life like recently or in the past where you've used that to kind of reframe the situation? Oh my gosh, so many. I'm going to share a couple with you. Good. I'm going to, so first one I'm going to share is my, my husband and I recently went through a miscarriage. And I want to share this because I know lots of women experience this. It happens more often than not. And I know it can be, and it is very difficult to experience. So wanting to really share the power of story here. One story we could have told ourselves is, wow, even the word miscarriage, right? It's there's something wrong with me or whatever happened there with that embryo that didn't work out. It's our fault. And it just pains me how many women still hold on to this or families still hold on to this story. And again, coming from a medical background, having worked in maternal health care, I want to share this other reframing, which my husband and I have found a ton of comfort in, which is we were so grateful that my body... and 
nature has developed checks and balances to figure out what is a viable pregnancy and what isn't. And we're so grateful that we've we had that experience where this wasn't a viable pregnancy and how much more difficult would it have been for us if we had a baby, for instance, with genetic defects, et cetera, et cetera. And who knows what could have happened there. And so that's one example of the power of reframing. And again, it doesn't take away from the pain of the experience, but it has certainly brought us a ton of peace, which, is, which has been really, really useful and helpful for us. And then another situation here was where I use the, this power of reframing is when I quit my job, for instance, last year to launch my executive coaching practice and to start this podcast, which is something that I'd never done before. A story I could have told myself is, wow, Jen, you're four months into this job. What is wrong with you? Why are you leaving this early? You need to stay and make it work and you're a quitter or whatever. But the story I chose to tell myself was you have amazing gifts. You've, you have a ton of impact to share. And right now you just are not called to do this particular work and figure out what what is the work that you're really called to do? What is the impact you want to share? How do you want to share your gift with the world? And at that moment when I quit, I wasn't sure, Chrissy, what I was going to do. I didn't quit to do another job. I quit to just spend time with myself. This was right before our wedding to figure out how did I want to, again, be Jennifer in the world. And, and it, was, it became super clear to me to launch my coaching practice. And then the last example is my, my partner and I, we live in Austin. And some people are like, whoa, Austin is so far from everything. And we choose, to, we choose to say that Austin is so close to everything, right? It's like three hours to Mexico or the Caribbean. It's three hours to New York. It's three hours to California. I have family in Michigan. It's also three hours. So that's how that's really served me. I think those are all beautiful. Yeah. I mean, in summarization we are the stories I guess we choose to tell yeah. ourselves and I think especially your example of the miscarriage which I'm so sorry you had to go through that but Thank even you. in the situations where you think there is nothing positive in this I think if you rewire your mind to to think of just any other angle it's incredible mm -hmm. how many things can actually be turned around to be something positive in your life and to help you propel and move forward so I think that's really beautiful. I was wondering, do you have any quotes that you love or live by? A couple. One, life is a banquet of possibilities, which is tied a, around the, the power of storytelling. If you go into any, any opportunity or any scenario, what there, are so, there are infinite possibilities that could happen here. And it's basically just limited to what stories you tell yourself. So really love to flex that one of hmm, my thinking too in the box here? How can I totally turn this up on its head? And then another one that I love, actually, the, the writer of Inside Out shared this with me, and I thought it was beautifully summarized. She said, in order to fly, you need to fall first. And this is in relation to, she was sharing a story of how she, she used to be the head of Jodie Foster's production company and quit and even declined an op an job offer by J.J. Abrahams, who made Star Wars in that enterprise to become a writer herself. And that felt so scary to her. And today she's written such prolific stories that have inspired so many of us. And that was such a scary time for her. And it felt like falling before she could fly and soar her wings as a writer. And if you even look at birds, how they fly, it feel, if you look at them going off of a cliff, it first feels like they're dipping before they soar. If you've ever paraglided or things like that, you first go down before the wind takes you up. 
And I love that as a metaphor for life. I think all that is beautiful, clearly so wise. I I mean, it's like you came straight out of a book, truly. I couldn't have thought of better (laughs) quotes. Thank you so much for being with us and for sharing your advice and your story and for all the good that you're doing in the world. That is the point of this show is to highlight people like you. So I want to know where we can go to follow and to support all that you're doing. Give us handles, give us websites. Where can people go? First of all, thank you, Chrissy. I similarly think you're doing amazing work. Just I truly do believe in the power of quotes and inspiration. It is the work that I do as well. So I really value you and the impact you're having on folks and lifting them up day to day. Yeah, where folks can find me. Please check out the podcast, figure find a title or a person on there that you find exciting and listen and follow and share. It's Jennifer Kamara podcast available on all platforms. And then my coaching practice, you can learn more at jenniferkamara.com. On Instagram, we're at the Jennifer Kamara podcast and I'm Jenny from the pod. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay, everyone follow. Listen, support Jennifer on all of her platforms. And to everyone listening, thank you for listening to The Shift. Thank you, Chrissy. This was so fun. Mm-hmm.